All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with this very special guest. I'm here with my man, Tyler Ewing. Tyler, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Doing well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for uh, coming on and talking today. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, uh, Tyler, Tyler's a really cool kid. Um, he's a, an aspiring comedian, actor, just uh, someone that wants to go out there and, uh, you know, make a name for himself and do some really cool things and positively impact others in, in the world. So that's a little bit about Tyler and what he's, um, you know, up to and what his goals are. But uh, do you mind kind of giving some background on who you are and what you're up to? Yeah. So I, once again, everybody, you know, my name is uh, Tyler Ewing. I am a um, Can Michigan native. I I am studying at Wayne State University currently, studying global supply chain with a double major with management. And like Zach mentioned, I am an aspiring stand-up comedian, uh, also looking to get into the acting business as well. Um, I just figure those two are two good things that go together that I think I can do pretty well, more well than the supply chain management field. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm trying to, you know, it's very hard getting a name for yourself in this field, you know especially being an unknown, but I take it day by day and, you know, hopefully, you know, over the course we can get some things going and, you know, just get it started and, you know, do some big things. I mean, yeah, like, you know, like Zach said, you know, trying to make an impact on the world, you know, I feel like mm -hmm. I can be that next big person who the world looks at and say he made a change, you know. If you look at Michael Jackson, you know, I know, I know one of Michael Jackson's songs, I think it was, I think it was Make a Change, I know my mother was telling me when that song came out, the whole world started to change. Hmm. So when you look at like just influential people who make an impact on the world, just something as little as making a song yeah. can be just as impactful as me making a joke or doing some type of work to impact the world. Yeah, no, I love it, man. And so, you know, comedy acting kind of goes hand in hand, right? Like, I mean, there's, I guess, serious actors, but um, you know, there's a lot of famous um, comedy actors too. So it makes sense that they go together. And, you know, as, as long as I've known you and even like before I knew you just like from talking to you and, and getting to know you, I know that like humor and comedy have always kind of been something important to you, right? Like it's, you've always kind of been like the one telling jokes and stuff. I mean, yeah. And that's just, you know, that's just the skill you have to be blessed with, you know, all throughout my life, ever since I was a little kid, I've always noticed that I've been more different than what I say in like my sense of humor. And for so long, even before I had this passion, people have always said to me, oh, you should be a comedian. Or, hey, Tyler, have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? Or telling my mother, like, hey, you need to put him in front of the TV. You know, he's great. So it, it's always been something that's been there. But it took me a while to realize that it was a skill that I had. And, and it took me a while to realize that this is something, hey, I think I can do and be pretty good at, you know, at first I wasn't too sold on the idea. I was kind of shy, scared, you know, I didn't think I had it, but as I got older, I realized I was like, Hey, I can actually be, you know, pretty funny mm -hmm. if I, you know, just take, you know, the time and, you know, just put the energy into it. Yeah. And you mentioned kind of early on being maybe a little shy and um, not being convinced that it was not to say that it was never a passion, but, you know, something that you could pursue. And now it is something that you're more focused on. You feel more confident. Um, you, you believe that you have the skills. Do you still have days or moments where you doubt yourself or do you feel pretty confident with where you're at now? So on a personal level, every day is not the same for me. Okay. You know, if you just took a chance to understand, you know, my life and, you know, how things 
have went for me ever since I was a young child. Um, you know, there are a lot of days where I doubt myself. There are some days where I feel like, fuck it, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm a loser, you know, I, I'm never going to make it in comedy or acting, you know. But then there's other days, you know, where I just, you know, just feel like, man, I definitely want to go hard and I want to go at it. So it's, it's kind of confusing for me to mm-hmm. try to find the path and try to find the purpose of how I can make this work. And I just think, you know, over time, if, if I really progress as a human being, this is something that I can, can eventually work out. But yes, you're right. There are days where I doubt myself. Like I know, I think it was, um, it was in January of 2020. Okay. America's Got Talent came to Detroit to do auditions. Okay. It was January, it was January of 2020. And I was talking to one of my close friends, Mike, about me going to perform the audition, you know, perform some stand-up. Mm-hmm. And he, he was really sold on the idea. He was real happy for me. He's like, man, you better go do this. First step to fame. You know, he's like, did you sign up? I was like, yeah, I signed up. He was like, good, good. He's like, man, he's like, first step to the road to fame. <laughs> and what ended up happening was I didn't go audition. I, I did not go audition for it. And why was because at that time in my life, in 2019, 2020, my state of mind and what I was going through with in depression was at an all time high. Mm-hmm. It was, it was at my, it was at my peak point in my depression phase. And I, I'm, you know, I don't mind telling everyone, but I've been suffering from depression since 2016. It, I was in high school. And then for some reason, my mind and my life just started to go downhill. Why? I don't know. So in January, 2020, I wasn't in the right state of mind. I couldn't do it. I didn't feel the confidence. I didn't feel the energy to go up there and audition and tell jokes. I I just couldn't do it. But now here we are a little over two years later at this point in my life, I feel like I can go audition if I have to, but you know, I, I of course have to prepare, but yeah, back at that time and maybe even sometimes now I do doubt myself and I don't know if that'll ever change, mm-hmm. but if it does change the growth, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, even the most successful people in the world, they doubt themselves, right? Like, you know, I think it's just almost human nature to always kind of doubt yourself and your skills and abilities, even if you've, you know, made it or you're successful. Uh, So I think it's completely normal. And, you know, I appreciate you kind of opening up about your experiences and everything. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, mental, mental health in general is super important, but especially for something like what you're pursuing, you know, it, it's tough because like if you're doing stand up and, you know, you go to a comedy club or something, if no one laughs like that, like that's tough, right? Like, I mean, you have to kind of deal with public's perception of you as someone like a comedian or an actor where you're being put in that kind of like pressure situation. So, you know, I, I, I think it's it's hard to kind of not listen to any of like the outside doubt even though like you know you shouldn't or it's dumb or people are gonna always gonna hate like it's hard to not let that get to you sometimes or not let the pressure kind of get to you yeah and then you know too another thing is you know one thing that i've noticed over the past couple months is you know i don't know if it's just me or if if i naturally wasn't funny anymore like it, it was a time a couple months ago where i actually told you know a friend I don't feel like I'm funny anymore. I don't feel like I have it in me. I'm saying things around people 
that you know normally people will laugh at and then i don't get any reactions at all mm. and it, that was you know still a confusing time for me because i would you know i would say things you know i thought it was funny and you know people would laugh but then the people around me just you know just sit there and look at each other you know with a blank face and i'm like wow i didn't get any laughs out of that you know so yeah. i mean that that's you know something that's you know been driving me down lately too you know and my, my comedic style, you know, when you look at different kind of comedians, you know, every comedian has a different kind of comedic style. Sure. You know, every, you know, every comedian, you know, is, is different, you know. And I know people, you know, have told me, you know, hey, maybe you should start doing TikTok or, you know, posting things on YouTube or anything like that. I understand all that. I understand where they're coming from. But my comedic style is not, you know, improv or, you know, just like doing small skits. My comedic style is just straight up telling jokes or just saying naturally things that, you know, are funny. You know, when you look at some comedians who are on TikTok, who are on YouTube, they do a lot of improv, you know, they, yeah. they impersonate other people or they're doing short skits. That in particular, I feel like it really was never part of my comedic style. Is it something that I think I can make work if I have the right people? Sure, maybe, but my comedic style is more just straight up, just telling straight, just bullshit jokes. And, you know, over the past couple of months, I feel like like some of the things I've said have not got the attention drawn that I would have liked to have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, you know, props to you, man, for figuring out what your comedic style is and sticking to your guns with it. I mean, I think that it's it's important to do that. And it's good that you kind of know now instead of, you know, you try doing all these things and then like years down the road, you're like this, I'm not even like, I don't enjoy what I'm doing. This isn't my style. I'm just kind of faking it. Like it works, but it's not really me. So it's good that you know what your style is. And, you know, so you said your style is kind of just like, just straight, like joke telling and everything. So I guess for anyone listening who maybe isn't super big into the community, the comedy community, or even for me, who's not like super in the know with comedy, would that just be kind of like your typical, like what you would think of when you think of like an like a open mic, like um, stand-up comedian? Is that like kind of your style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, getting up in front of an audience and having okay. a microphone. And yeah, you know, just, just telling jokes. Now, you know, yeah. I know a lot of you are not familiar with, you know, the comedic, you know, field. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you also you also have to, to figure out your genre of comedic style. Like yeah. when you yeah. have, you know, like, uh, you know, people who, you know, specialized in black comedy, you know, that's more like, you know, sexual, drugs, violence, you know, field like that, you know, and then you got people who, you know, who like, you know, to do blue comedy, you know, which is, which is more of so, like, kind of like the opposite of the drugs and violence, you know, it's just a little bit more tacky, but, you know, it's not, it's not as deep as any other genres, you know, you got you know, like, you know, satire comedy, observational comedy, you know, mm -hmm. improv comedy, you know, there's, there's different, there's different genres too as well. So, I mean, yeah, like my style, yeah, more of like so open mic going up there, you know, just saying a couple things to make people laugh, you know, making, you know, a few jokes and then like mini stories too as yeah. well, you know, yeah. and, and just, yeah, you know, just speaking, you know, my mind. Okay. And now you mentioned, you know, even a few months back, you weren't maybe getting the reaction that you wanted when you tell jokes and stuff. And that kind of made you doubt things a bit. And, you know, maybe just think like, you know, just kind of like it gets in your mind a bit. Like as we're talking right now, do you still feel that way? Or like, have you found like a shift 
in how you feel about like your skills and your, your jokes since then? So, you know, when it comes to comedy, it's really something you have to put time into. Okay. And, you know, there's a time to be funny and there's not a time to be funny. You have to learn your audience, first of all. You know, you have to learn who you're dealing with. So I think, you know, when I was getting around certain people at first, I thought everything was going to be funny all the time. But that wasn't the case. But as I started to learn my audience more, when I'm in a certain setting, I know I can say some things and get some good reaction. But even that, like, I, I feel like I was in the right setting. And I still couldn't, you know, get anything, you know, any laughs. Like, there was one summer. It was the summer of 2019. I was at a bar. I was at, I was at a bar in Ann Arbor. And I was with some people, you know, we were sitting there, you know, just, you know, having a good time. And there's a table, there's a table right beside us where they at, where I absolutely just turned around and started having a conversation with them and started telling jokes. And they loved every minute of it. Okay. They, they yeah. enjoyed every minute of it. Like they laughed and thing. Like I didn't even know who these people were, yeah. but they enjoyed yeah. my, they enjoyed my presence. I think one of the ladies, the girls who was at my table, she turns around and she, she tells that other table, like, hey, is this guy bothering you? You know, I'm sorry. And they go, no. They go, no, no, no. They're like, no, he's fine. They're like, no, he's fine. And, you know, that in particular was a very, very good moment for me because I was able to express myself to a group of four people who I didn't even know. And they loved every minute of it, you know, and then they got up to leave and they wanted to shake my hand. You know, they, mm-hmm. you know, just want to shake my hand and everything. You know, they just, they, they, la- they laughed and it, it, was, it was a good time. So, you know, your audience is very important you know i mean but i i don't know for some reason i do feel like i can have the right audience in front of me yeah. and it still may not be funny i don't know if it's the people or i don't know if it's me you know i don't i can't really you know they seem to figure that out you know some people are like oh man your jokes are trash but like some people go oh man you're real funny you know so it, it's hard to really you know to judge you know, based off of those experiences, you know, do I still have to feel that way when I go around people or say try to be funny? Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. And it's tough, right? Because people are different. People have different sense of humor, different audiences, like you said, and, you know, from just knowing you personally, um, and and also hearing some of your, uh, you know, jokes and and material comedic material like I, I know you're a funny guy so you know I think it's just uh it's tough kind of like like we were talking about where you know if if you're in front of the wrong audience and you don't get the response you you would hope for that sucks and it can it can be discouraging but you know, I think it, you know, the big thing is just keep going with it and like you said it takes a lot of time and practice and I think the more that you do that probably the more comfortable and just the more like you'll be able to tell your audiences and stuff so yeah man I mean it sounds like you know, you have some good experiences to, to think back of. And I think like, if you ever doubt yourself, just think back like, hey, that table for people like they loved what I had to say, and they thought it was funny. Like, so even if, you know, this other audience doesn't like there are people in the world that think I'm funny, and just, you know, keep letting that fuel you. And and yeah, like, I, I really don't think I should let that discourage me. Yeah, you know, about some people thinking that I'm not funny, and other people thinking that I am funny. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's not something I think, I should let discourage me because yeah. there are many, many more people who always told me that they, that they laughed at something I said or I did, or, you know, you know, being around them, you know, so, you know, and yeah, you're right. You're not going to find, not 
every single person in the world is going to think you're funny. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's billions of people in the world. Don't go, I'm not going to pull in a number, but maybe you can help me out. But you know, there's like what? 9 billion people. Something like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, you know, if I end up becoming a famous comedian, you know, all 9 billion people in the world aren't going to think I'm funny just because of something right. that I do. Right. You know, when you, when you look at, you know, athletes and basketball players, there's 9 billion people in the world, not 9 billion people are going to think that LeBron James is the best player in the world. Right. You know, or that Michael Jordan is the greatest person of all, the greatest basketball player of all time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, you know, but like I said, the majority of the people, the bigger, the the more population of people, I would say, think that I'm funny. And, you know, that yeah. family, members, that's family members, friends, classmates, you know, former teachers, you know, Mm-hmm. co-workers you know so I, I think you know that's really you know a good sign so far because you know it's it's telling me to honestly kind of you know keep going at it you know and just don't give it up because I don't yeah. want my talent yeah. to be I don't want my talent to be wasted by working a nine to five for the next 40 plus years right definitely and you know you kind of mentioned earlier your your comedic style and you know, like you said, maybe doing something like YouTube or, or TikTok or anything like that. Like, sure, maybe you could do it, but may, that's probably not you. That's not your style and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess what is in the future for you, if you know, like what what do you want to do or hope to do or um, try to do? Like, are you going to just focus on trying to get like in front of crowds places? Are you going to try to do anything like on social media? Um, like what, what's your plans, if you know? You know, like I, I'm still young. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I, I am still young. You know, I'll, I'll be 24. You know, this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So I really do feel like I still have a chance. Yeah. I do feel. I do feel like the window is still open. You know, when you look at you know some rappers or anything, you know these people, you know. You know, they, you know, people say, oh, if you're 30 and you haven't made it as a rapper, you should stop. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I agree with that, but that, that's somewhat true. So sure. I, I do I do I do think that my window is still open. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, though, if I didn't if I didn't let, you know, depression and if I didn't let life take over for me the past couple of years in 2018, when I really had a chance to really launch and take this off in 2018, when I did my first stand-up and everything, if I would have stayed consistent off of that, starting in 2018 and staying consistent over, over the last four years, I really feel like I could have had a nice fan base by now. But yeah. I let life take over and I let things, you know, change and I let things interrupt that. So I didn't make it happen. So I do still feel like I do have a chance. I do feel like the window's still open, but the window is getting very, very small, you know, small and small mm-hmm. every day. So I, I really do feel like here in 2022, this is my last chance to try to, you know, try something on social media and make it happen and get a good few good reactions, you know, try to get a nice small fan base and continue to grow off of that. I, I really would like to say within the next two years or so, I really would like to say I really would like to be in either a movie or, you know, doing a famous show opening up for someone within the next two years but i have to start now while i feel like this window is still open yeah definitely and i think you know it's it's an interesting concept because 
you're definitely young. The window is still open for sure. And when you said like the window, it's open, but it might be closing, you know, in the near future. I can definitely see that. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, because I, I think about like the first person that comes to mind is like uh, the comedian actor Ken Jeong, who like was a doctor and then became a comedian at like 30 something and like was in the hangover movies and stuff like that. And now he's, he's massive. So I think like there's always that window in, in a sense, but it does get smaller as you get older, but like, there's still always that chance. But I mean, I think like you said, if you hit it kind of hard now and start, uh, you know, working towards things, I, I definitely don't see a reason why you couldn't, you know, accomplish one of the, the goals that you have in the next, you know, two years or so. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I, 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 you know, really wasted time, you know, over the last four years, not taking it serious and not working on it, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, like I said, this is this is something that I don't want to see go to waste, you know. This yeah. is something that I that I really think I should, you know, really try to, you know, get on and you know make it happen, you know. But again, like I need the right people around me, you know, like. When I, you know, a lot of you people, you know, who are watching this, uh, hopefully you see this very, very soon. But I, you know, long before Zach started his zap, you know, Zach attacked your past. You know, long before he started that, I was talking to Zach about doing a podcast. I'm not saying you stole my idea or anything. (laughs) No, I'm not saying you bounced on that. I'm actually very happy for you. But those of you who are watching, I've been talking about this with Zach for the longest, about me starting my own podcast. And Zach, you know, you've been a very good friend, and, you know, you've been very supportive. But what I want people to know out there is Zach is, was that kind of person to really push me. Zach was really that person to get in my head and say, you know, hey, if you want this band, you have to go get it. You have to put in the work, you know. You have to do this. You have to do that. You know, Zach was being very hard on me. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but, you know, I think as a friend – you really want you really want to see me succeed just based off of how you know things have been over the past few years that I've known you you know I've known you for years now and and you know I I do think you know the opportunity is still there but like I said I need a great you know group of people mm-hmm. around me you know um, there's I think you know if I can use the people and the connections I have and put and put them into my comedy That'll make things a lot easier and it'll make things a lot better. Like if I want to do a video, funny video, if I have you and a couple other people there, you know, that'll obviously, that can make a good video. You know, this is, yeah. you know, it, it, it is a solo thing being a comedian, but then again, it's not solo. Mm-hmm. You know, you need people, you know, you need people around you. The stand-up part is solo, but the improv part or the sketch part is not solo. You know, um, I don't know if you've seen him, but Someone who I've really liked watching on Facebook lately is Ross Creations. I don't know if you heard of him, but yeah, check out Ross Creations. This guy, he's a Florida native. He does a lot of funny sketches, a lot of funny videos. They're very, very funny, and they're original, too. But he has a a group of people around him who help him do these videos to make them funny. He's coming up with all the ideas, but he's got people, he's got a team to help him do it. So I think in particular, if I can have that, that'll really push me to, you know, get things, you know, started and going, you know, because like I said, I have a lot of people who tell me, go do YouTube, you know, do this, you know, you are funny and everything, you know, and, and I just, you know, just need to just take advantage of that right now, because like I said, the windows 
it's slowly getting closed. And that's why I feel like it's getting closed. You know, I, mm-hmm. I wasted so much time not doing anything. Yes. And I mean, first thing I want to say, man, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that, uh, you know, our friendship, you haven't taken in like a negative way with, with any of like the, the being hard on you and stuff. And I mean, to say this to you and to anyone listening, I've definitely been hard on you for sure. And it, it's all, it, it all comes from a place that I know you have the potential and I want to see you succeed, you know, in whatever you do, man, like even with school and stuff, like I, I, I feel like I've, I've pushed you or been hard on you at times. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's never a negative thing. It's always because like, I know you have it in you, man. And uh, I want to see you, I want to see you accomplish the things. So uh, I'm glad that you haven't seen it as a bad thing, but um, no, I mean, I think you make a good point. Like it, the, even if you're not pursuing anything, just like your, your circle or your network that you have is so important to, to you in general. So I think that, like you said, if with the right people, you can make the right things happen and it'll just kind of naturally flow and work out for you. And you mentioned since like 2018, it's been for about four years, um, you know, you didn't really use that momentum that you had back then. You didn't, kind of take the last four years to, to pursue things like you maybe would have wanted to would you say that like you regret the last four years of how things have been or like do you not have any regrets and you're like yeah I mean maybe I guess I should have done this but like I don't regret it I'm here now let's let's do it so it's, it's, it's very interesting you said that so over the last few years I do feel like I regret something like Okay. I'm going to like, you know, I, I, I really think that the people watching want to hear what I regret in particularly. So I want to touch base on that. So there, there, there were, there were, I've, I've never told you this really Zach, but there's been a few chances where I've had a chance to really showcase, you know, my talent and everything. Um, like I said, back at, back in 2018, I did my first stand up show and then it was in the summer of 2018. It was at a place. It was at a, at a comedy club in Ann Arbor. Okay. And then, you know, in, in that particular year, I was going to make a short film. I was going to make a comedy short film. I've had, you know, a couple of actors and actresses. I had an editor. I had someone who was going to do make, you know, film and everything, you know. And I blew that chance. I, I felt like at that time I wasn't ready. Like I had a story. Well, I'm not going to say it was a story, but it, it, I had a dialogue. You know, it wasn't really a story, but, you know, that the editor was saying, he was like, you know, this is not a story, but he's like, you know, the dialogue, he's like, it's funny as hell, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a chance to really make a short film, but it didn't happen because back then I felt like I really didn't have the pieces. And then again, 2020 in January, I had an opportunity to audition for America's Got Talent. I blew that. And then I actually... I, I believe this was last year. Yeah, I believe I believe this was last year. I had a chance to have a studio to perform a podcast. You know, I had a connection of a friend who knew someone, and I ended up talking to him on the phone. He was willing to give me a studio to do my podcast. The mics were already there and everything. He wasn't going to charge me. He's like, all you need is a backdrop. He's like, if anything, he's like, since this is free, he goes, if anything, he's like, I'll just ask you to buy a couple of gift cards and give them out to people, you know, just do raffles, you know, for gift cards. And I wasn't, in, again, I wasn't in the right place for that. So I blew that chance. And then when I was ready, that window was closed, you know, a, a little while longer, you know, after I had that opportunity to 
have a studio to do my own podcast. And I, I felt like I was ready the window was closed. I lost the opportunity. So, yes, there have been some regrets because I've had a couple chances. Like I said, I, I've had chances to really showcase my potential and I didn't take advantage of it. Now, I will tell you this. Last year, I did audition for American Got Talent. They, they were doing virtual auditions because of COVID and I did audition. Nice. I think it was like a two, three, you only had two, three minutes. Okay. But in that two, three minutes, I, I, I wasn't really able to showcase my full skills because being, being a comedian, you can't, you know, make a crowd laugh with only two, three minutes of content. So obviously I auditioned for America's Got Talent. I said a few clean jokes. I didn't hear anything back. So obviously I wasn't funny enough, but that's okay. I didn't beat, I didn't beat myself up over that. Because I really feel like if I had a good five minutes of auditioning in front of a couple of judges, I really felt like I could have made it, you know, happen. So mm-hmm. yes, there are some regret, there are some regrets, but I can't do anything about it. Right. So yeah, like in like 2018 through 2020, I feel like definitely were my greatest two chances, two years of chances. Like those years in particular, I feel like I really, really had a strong chance. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take advantage of it. So I do regret that. But what can I do about it? Nothing. I let, you know, depression and all that shit, you know, I let all that take over my mind. I let it take over my soul and energy, you know, and I, I let that run my life. Yeah. And now I'm not willing to let that run my life. I love that, man. And I mean, I, as we're talking, I'm trying to think back, like when you and I met, I, I can't remember how long it's been. Uh, it's definitely been a while that's, uh, that we've been friends and everything. But I mean, through the time that we've been friends, man, like I've, I've definitely seen you kind of, you know, I've seen the growth, I've seen the changes and I, you know, I could think back to where, you know, you maybe like you had, um, you know, some ideas or some momentum, but then, you know, life just happens. And, you know, obviously the, the last uh, couple of years with the pandemic hasn't helped or anything, but, um, you know, I definitely see a lot of growth in you, even just, you know, sitting right now and talking to you now, um, you know, it's, it's been a minute since we've, uh, we've like verbally talked, like we, we text and stuff, but it's been a while. Um, but I can, I can hear the change in the growth. And like, I, I love the mindset of like, you don't want anything to stop you or hold you back anymore. And it sounds like from what you've shared and everything, just mentally, you're in like a much better place now than you have been over the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, actually, Zach, I, um, I think we've met, we've met in 2019. Okay. It, it was it, it was 2019. All right. So uh, to anyone listening or watching, apologize for any technical difficulties we just experienced a little bit. So um, we're just gonna pick back up. Uh, Tyler, you're talking about. Uh, you said we met, like I think you said summer 2019. It, it was it was before summer 2019. Yeah, it was like okay. I think it was like a, it was like a it was like May or, or June. I think. Sure. Yeah, so about the summer, about the summertime. Yeah. Uh, we were both working on Planet Fitness. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then I, I asked your advice on a, on a machine because I, I was new at going to the gym yeah. that time at that time. And then, yeah, you know, just we just, you know, became connected, you know, yeah. very fortunate, very fortunate for that connection. Yeah, me too, man. It's been a good one. Yeah, it's it's funny. I remember I definitely remember we met at the, at the gym and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've built a good connection since. And uh, like I said, man, so 2019, you said uh, it's been like three years. I've seen a lot of growth in you, man. And it's good to see it's encouraging. And, um, you know, I, I, I know you said you have some regrets and stuff from the last few years, but, uh, you know, I, I, 
I feel confident in your abilities, man, that if you pursue it, you know, you, you can have a, you can have the career in the future that you want in, in that kind of space and industry. And, and, you know, even though you've seen the growth in me, you know, like I said, 2019 was very, a different year for me, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, different. Like I really wasn't taking care of myself, you know, like I was letting a lot of things happen. You know, I, I wasn't responding the right way to it. You know, I was letting everything take over. You know, like even, you know, you say you've seen growth to me, which is I'm glad to hear that. But even like then, like now, I still wouldn't say that I'm 100%. Okay. I think when I met you, I maybe was at like 30%. Okay. And now I would like to say I'm at about like, you know, 60, 70%. Okay. So, you know, even now, I still feel like I'm not 100%, but there has been some progress. You know, I, I started, you know, taking care of things more. I started to let things not run my life. And I, I think if I continue to do so, to do that and, you know, can do good, you know, I really think that'll make, you know, some good things come my way. And, you know, I can, you know, just start doing, you know, big things that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. So, I mean, you said, you know, maybe you were like 30% uh, back in 2019 when we met. Now you're maybe like 60, 70%. Um, and, and you've said you've made some changes and stuff. So, like, if you don't mind me asking, like, what what have you done or like what's changed in the years that have made you get closer to that 100% that you want to be at? So, I think the biggest takeaway and the biggest change that I made was, you know, as far as, you know, mentally wise, I started to take care of that more. I, uh, you know, late, late 2019, you know, early 2020, I started seeing a therapist. Uh, you know, she was, you know, very, you know, good and everything, you know, I started to, you know, talk about my problems and, you know, try to, you know, sort, you know, that thing out, you know, I, I started to, um, you know, just learn different techniques and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how to have a different, you know, kind of mindset and, you know, just be, you know, positive. And I mean, really though, like, I'm not trying to fool anyone, but I didn't make any big 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 changes it's not like i changed everything in my life right but you know i feel like that i feel like the one change which like i said was starting therapy i I feel like you know the one change was really you know something that helped me a lot and maybe got me closer to where i'm at right now you know not Mm -hmm. a lot but at least a little a little bit and, you know, surrounding myself with, you know, different kind of people, you know, so surrounding myself with people who I know, you know, will push me to do better and, you know, like my, you know, skills and everything, you know, just motivated me, you know, in that. So, I mean, you know, not, not really a whole lot, but, you know, just, just something as little as that, you know, kind of made me get jump from that 30% to, you know, that 60, 70%, you know? And like I said, one thing, main thing was maybe like cutting off toxic people in your life, you know? Yeah. only dealing yeah. with, only dealing with people who will push you to do better or you know positive people so yeah uh-huh. i mean that, that's pre- that, that's pretty much it you know like i had nothing major but don't that in particular you know is pretty much it okay yeah i mean you know uh, mental health is super important like we kind of touched on earlier so you know having that um just experience you know speaking with with someone else a, a licensed professional um definitely can can help you know anyone uh, whether you're struggling with some stuff or you're feeling great, it can be beneficial. So I'm glad that that to seem to be something that's positive. And then, yeah, cutting off, um, 
people, things, anything that's toxic, um, you know, can, can definitely be beneficial. So like you said, kind of maybe small things, but in the grand scheme, you know, it, if it's helped you get from 30 to, to even 60%, um, that's, that's huge, man. And that, that's awesome. So uh, glad that those things have, those changes have worked for you. And, you know, you said, 60 to 70%. Now you want to get to a hundred. Is there anything like, do you know what you would need to do or what you'd want to do to get yourself to that? Like a hundred percent that you ultimately want. So, I mean, I think, you know, one thing that I think will help me get to that is giving myself a little bit more energy. Like, um, you know, those of you, you know, those of you, of you watching you you don't know this about me but i am actually a pretty uh, late sleeper you know okay. i can go to i can go to sleep at 3 4 a.m and then wake up at you know as late as two in the afternoon so one thing that i've noticed lately is that when i put myself to bed a little bit earlier so it doesn't matter if i go to bed 30 minutes earlier than normal or an hour before or you know normal than earlier and i and if i wake up you know at an earlier time I feel like in particularly that gives me more energy and more push throughout the day, you know, instead of, you know, sleeping, you know, close to 10 hours or, you know, nine and a half, you know, 10 hours, you know, if I get, you know, eight between eight hours and, you know, nine hours of sleep, I feel like that really gives me, and I wake up, that really gives me, you know, some good energy, you know, for the day. So I think one of yeah, like one thing that I do think I can change is like maybe adjusting my sleep patterns, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like the more, the more you sleep, the more your body's going to be trained because your, 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 your body was resting for so long, yeah. you know? So yeah. like I said, you know, times, you know, where I've had to wake up earlier because I've had to go do this or go do that, you know, I really felt more energized. So I think, yeah, just one thing in particular is, you know, changing my sleep patterns and like getting myself up earlier will help me get that's the first step to getting to that 100 percent, and then of course using that energy maybe doing a tiktok or maybe making videos or maybe doing a a podcast episode you know to add to that and give me to that 100 okay i love it man and yeah i mean i think you know getting that energy getting that motivation to do those things um could be huge and it could it could really be beneficial and you know, you, you kind of mentioned some, some things that you might do. Um, like you said, you might do like a podcast episode, you might do a TikTok, YouTube. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier in the conversation that being a comedian or just comedy in general takes a lot of time and energy um, and just like practice. So like to anyone listening, who's, who's not familiar with comedy, you know, like what, like why, why does comedy take, uh, take time and practice or like what, do you do or what do you have to do to like practice um to be a comedian so actually you know this is uh this is very interesting you bet you've asked that so one of um my classes last semester at wayne we had to get up and tell everybody about ourselves it, it was kind of you know you know a sixth seventh grade introduction yeah you know so i told the class that i was a stand-up comedian aspiring stand-up comedian and the professor, you know, my professor, you know, he goes, how do you figure out what do you what you're going to say before you do a show? He's like, he's like, you know, he's like, how do you like, how do you know, he's like, how do you figure out how you're going to go up there and perform? So I just want to say that say to the people out there. And I've said this early in the in the call. It's a skill you have to be born with. It, it's a natural thing. 
everything comes naturally. You really have to let the jokes come naturally. But there have been times where I sat down with a piece of paper, with a notebook and a pen, and I've been thinking about different jokes that I can write or stories that I can turn it into. But it mainly comes naturally. Once you say a couple things that are funny, you can build and add off to that. And I said the same thing when my professor asked me, how do you figure out what you're going to say before you do a show? So if you can find that one or two attention getter and get the whole crowd laughing, you build up you build up off of that. And then more things naturally start to come into your head. Okay. It's been it, so it's been many, many occasions where I've said something that everybody laughs. And I, I will tell you, I didn't think about saying that sometimes, you know, I may have thought about saying that or, you know, other times, you know, it, it just came naturally just out of my mouth. So it, it's a very interesting thing for comedians. But, you know, I, I do think if you're going to go up and you're going to do a show and you're going to get an hour, hour and a half to tell jokes, you, you really should prepare a couple jokes that you can remember and say off the top of your head. And then there's other times where you're not going to really be up there so long. You can, you know, just bounce off of other ideas or other jokes and continue to, to make them into more jokes that you never had to write down before. Like, um, there's, you know, like jokes that I've written, you know, just, just one joke or two jokes that I've written where I can bounce off of them and can, and make it into another joke or okay. elaborate off that into a different topic. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's super interesting to kind of hear some insight into it just for me, but I think, I, you know, I, I would hope anyone listening to can get that cool perspective and what it's like to be a comedian or, or how you think of what you're going to say or just like the process or the preparation that goes into it. Um, and, and I'm sure, you know, different different comedians have different styles, like you said, and different approaches to it, but that is cool to see. And I think it makes sense. Like, it seems like people that are funny are just naturally funny so i think it you know it is like you said it's, it's something that you yeah you can you know maybe spend hours right trying to come up with jokes and stuff but it, it kind of does seem like it's a natural thing that you have to be born with or given yeah yeah and i mean you know you just really have to find you know that skill like i mean when you look at you know famous comedians you know like you know from a young age you know seems like they were naturally funny and that's what my my point is you know it's like mm-hmm. It's really, it's really like a natural thing. Like it, I didn't wake up one morning and just decided, oh, I want to be a comedian or like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, telling jokes. It's something that it's a skill that I look back on that I've noticed since I was a young age. Like even as young as like I was in kindergarten, I was always saying, you know, provocative, you know, mature <laughs> stuff, you know, from the age of, you know, like six years old, you know, yeah. funny things that I thought were funny, you know. So, yeah, like I said, it's just something naturally that you just have to happen. But, again, I, I do have to say you're going to have to prepare. Like, if you give me a mic and say, hey, Tyler, you know, come here tonight and do, you know, do a show. I, I can't I can't not prepare for that. I have to prepare, you know, not to say, hey, I think I should say this joke or say that joke, you know. Yeah. But, like I said, yeah. ma- mainly it's, it's just more it's, – it's naturally, baby. For sure. Okay. That makes sense. Um. And, you know, Tyler, if you, I guess just like a random, this is a random question. If you could work with any comedian or, you know, even just have like an hour to tell the, ask any comedian questions and, you know, ask them about their career or, you know, their experiences or advice. Um, do you have like a comedian that you, I guess, look up to, admire, or would love to work with someday or learn from? 
Oh man, man, that is that is a very very tough question you asked. Yeah. You know, I, I look I look at so many, I I, I look at so many comedians, man. But I, I do think if, if there is, well, okay, this I really feel like this one doesn't count because he's not living anymore. Okay. So I'll, I'll get I'll give you two, but I I really would love to have worked with someone like Bernie Mac, you know. Yeah, I really feel like if you watch Bernie Bernie Mac comedian style and everything, you know, I kind of find myself the closest, you know, related to him. Or I I also feel like to someone like um, man, I mean, this is this is a tough, this is a very tough question you ask me. Maybe someone like a Chris Tucker. Okay. Yeah. If you watch Chris, if you watch Chris Tucker in film, and if you watch this, his stand up, you know, shows. I really feel like I can be just like that. And okay. I would love to learn from him to figure out how you can be funny, you know, in the movies and, you know, be funny behind the mic. Because not not all comedians are good at both, you know. Not all mm-hmm. of them are good at both, you know. You look at Kevin Hart, you know, Kevin Hart, to me, is more funny behind the mic than he is in movies, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I yeah, I would say Chris Tucker would be that one comedian who i think i would want to learn from and work with on how to be funny in both ways as an actor and as a comedian okay yeah definitely like the answer and uh that's an interesting perspective that being funny behind the microphone like on a stage versus being funny on a screen for a movie or or tv show is different i mean i think that that makes sense but it's probably something that not many people including myself really thought about or considered no 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 yeah and it's not you know and the reason why I feel like that I can go with comedy and acting, mm-hmm. I really do feel like I can play multiple roles. Okay. I really do. I really do feel like I can be a, a, a crazy stand-up comedian on stage, but then play a serial killer in a horror movie or something. You know? <laughs> sure. I, I I I really feel like I can play all those roles correctly. Like I feel like I can be good at all that. You know? Yeah. And not too many comedians. Not too many comedians can do that. You know? So. You know, like I said, a lot of comedians, you know, they, they weren't in a lot of movies because they can't do both. But I, I do really feel like I can do both, you know, because I will say this. You, you'll probably make a name for yourself more being funny in movies than you would be behind the mic. You know, if you can mm-hmm. do both great, if you can do both great, well, more people are going to look at you as being funny, you know, in the movie. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not huge into the the comedy scene, but it it feels like kind of like the days of stand up com- comedy and stand up comedians. It's not like disappeared by any means, but it's definitely like the movies or TV shows is kind of like how you might be more known or or get a bigger following than than the traditional stand up. Yeah, yeah, like like you know, yeah, like I said, if, if you can do both. You, you'll, you'll have a good following. Like I said, I really feel like I can do both. I feel like mm-hmm. I can, you know, be funny in a movie and, you know, behind, you know, uh, a microphone. You know, I, I really sure. feel like I have the skills to be to do both. But, you know, an opportunity has to come present itself, you know, yeah. like when you look, you know, when you, you know, when you know a comedian and then, you know, oh, he's going to be in this movie. Hey, so-and-so is going to be in this movie. It's supposed to be funny as hell. I don't want people to think that about, you know, me like, I yes, I want to be funny. But if people see I'm going to be in a movie, 
I want them to be like, oh, wow, this is going to be good. Or like, man, he played a good character, you know? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want people to be like, oh, wow, Tyler's going to be funny in this movie. No, Tyler's going to be serious in the movie or Tyler's going to be this in this movie. You know, he can play multiple roles, you know? Yeah. He can have multiple yeah. different personalities, you know, in a movie. So that, you know, in particular, I really feel like it's something that I'm aiming towards. I love it, man. I think it's a great goal to aim for. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see it in you, man. I, I think that you you have like the gift of humor, but you can also play that serious role or just like you have those different um I guess just different characters, if you will, that you can, that you can get across and do justice to. So yeah, I'm definitely excited to, to continue to see what you do with that. Um, you know, to anyone listening, man, like, is there any like social media or anything that you want to plug or put out there for people to, you know, keep up with you, see what you're doing, follow you on your journey, anything like that? Yeah. 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 So, you know, lately over the past few years, I haven't really been too big on social media. But now I, I really feel like it's a channel. I mean, those of you watching, hey, you can follow me on Instagram, you know, the King one zero zero eight, and uh, you know, like I said, you know, th- this may happen before this episode gets released or after. But I I am gonna be getting the ball rolling on a podcast for me soon. So those of you watching, if you have any interest of coming on, you know, we'll be talking about multiple different topics. You know, it'll be funny topics or it'll just be topics in general. You know, send me a DM and then we can set something up. You know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, follow me on IG, the King Windsor 8. You know, if you guys have any ideas or, you know, want to give me some advice, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm open and willing to listen. And, you know, also, you know, we, we're going to, you know, just start maybe building off of there, you know, just getting, you know, some things going, you know. Uh, TikTok, I haven't really released a TikTok name yet, but if I start posting on TikTok, of course, that information will be released as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we can just start off on the IG, man. And, you know, those, like I said, Say those are interested in coming on my show, send me a DM. You know, we'll set something up. You know, talk about multiple different topics. You know, make it funny, make it serious. You know, whatever you know you want to do, we'll make it happen. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I will uh, put your your Instagram in the uh, description of the episode so people can go there and find it. And um, by the time this this goes live, if Tyler decides to you know have start any other social media or officially launch the podcast or whatever, I'll also include that um, in the description. So even if you know, we didn't talk about it right now um, that all of his social media stuff will be in the description. Um, you mentioned with the podcast that you think you might be starting at some point, if people want to be on to, to reach out to you, you said it might be funny, it might be serious. So really just anyone that wants to be on one should reach out to you. Yeah. 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 Anyone who wants to be on one, you know, reach out, you okay. know, the, 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 yeah. Like the, the name of the podcast, you know, you would maybe be like, Oh, wow, this is going to be a funny podcast, but you know, that's just the name that I chose. Other than that, you know, it's going to be all genres on there, you know. Of course, we want to have some humor and everything on every episode, but if we have to be serious, you know, for a couple minutes or, you know, a whole session, we can be serious. So it's just, it's going to be for, it's going to be for whatever, you know, it's going to be a one of a kind podcast. It's going to be something okay. different. So, but awesome. yeah, mainly though, you know, make it different, you know, make it more of a comedy podcast. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, to anyone listening, if you have ever wanted to be on a podcast and maybe you haven't been on mine or maybe you have been on mine, um, you know, definitely reach out to Tyler and then let him know, uh, especially if you're maybe someone that's interested in comedy or um, does something kind of like comedic, uh, I think it'd be a great pairing. But even if not, I'm sure, you know, just reach out to Tyler and he, he'd be happy to have you on. And uh, I hope uh, I hope I get a text uh, someday in the, the near future to be on. I, I'd be honored to be a guest on your show. So let me know if you ever want me on, man. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I got you, man. But it, it's, it's the waiting list. Right? It's the waiting list. <laughs> For sure. It's no, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, don't I think I you're in my you. top five. <laughs> 
You're not in my top five, man. I don't really like you like that, though. <laughs> All right, man. I, I I see how it is. But no, man, um, <laughs> definitely, you know, reach out to Tyler, uh, Instagram in the description again, um, connect with him, let him know, you know, what you thought of this conversation, what you learned from him. Um, like he said, he's open to advice, input. Uh, if you want to be a guest on his podcast, feel free to reach out to him that way. But uh, Tyler, man, as, as we're wrapping things up, uh, any last words, thoughts, message, or anything that you want to give to anyone listening? I mean, yeah, just, just those of you who are watching, you know, I, I really, you know, hope I kind of spoke a little bit about what kind of person I am. And, you know, those of you who don't know me, if you were to get to know me, you would know why I am the way I am. So I'm actually pretty happy to, you know, be coming on here telling, you know, this, because I know Zach has a very good number of followings. But one last thing is, you know, those of you, you know, if you have connections of people, you know, of any clubs or anything like that or any events and you want someone to come and do comedy or if you know a place where I can go and do comedy, you know, definitely reach out to Zach or myself and share those connections because the more people you know, the better it's going to get. Like I said, I'm trying to make a name for myself. So the more people I know, the better. So I'm trying to get my name out there, trying to get things started. So like I said, those of you who have connections or know any people looking for comedians at a club or an event, birthday parties, weddings, I don't care. Reach out to me and then, you know, I'd be willing and happy to you know, try to come on and, and, you know, showcase my skills. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't get it from what Tyler just said, you know, he's hungry. He's, uh, he's hungry for this. He's passionate about it. And of course, you know, that this podcast is all about passion. So I I love hearing it. I love seeing it and I want to see him succeed. So definitely, um, you know, if you, if you are in need of a comedian, um, for anything, for any type of event or anything, like you said, uh, reach out to Tyler or, uh, reach out to me and I'll I'll get you in touch with Tyler or I'll uh, connect you or something. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you taking the time to talk. It's been great. Um, appreciate you sharing your story. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy getting to know you a bit and, uh, I'm excited and everyone listening, I'm sure is excited to, to hear you do some big things in the years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for having me again, man. Like I said, I really hope I speak out to people. Hopefully, you know, I get to, you know, some connections from you, you know, people who want to help or people who want to join the train, you know, uh, you know, just letting you guys know out there, Zach's, you know, he's on board with me too. So come, come on board with us, you know, let's all get, you know, let's all get a group of people together and, you know, let's, let's do, let's do, you know, some good things, you know, like I said, the, the better of a good team you have, you know, the better it's going to get personally. So like, let's get, let's get some people on the bandwagon, you know, well, I can't believe I just said bandwagon, but let's get some people. <laughs> Let's get let's get some people on our train, you know. Get some people on our train, you know. Let's just just expand, you know. Let's let's do it, you know. Let's go global. Exactly, man. I love it. Yeah, uh, let's all grow together. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Let's let's do it, man. Thanks for having right. me, Zach. I really of appreciate course. it, brother. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for coming on, and I'll talk to you later, man. All right. See you guys. Yeah.